Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have a throwback for you guys. 1976's Carrie. Yes, we are going to the 70s again, which was Jaws to our only 70s movie so far, I, I believe. Yeah, for 80s we had Blob, and we had <laughs> The Gate. The Gate, but 70s, yeah, 70s were just yeah. Jaws 2. We got to show the 70s some love. There's some bangers. Yep, and especially this one. This one but, is a classic. This is... Honestly, one of my favorites. This is definitely in my top ten, maybe mm-hmm. top five even. O- overall. Of all ever. time. Yes. All time top five. Yes. For Steve. Wow. No, this is probably number six after Scream One, Two, Three, Four, Five. Oh. And I was like, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, this <laughs> This is better than Scream Three. Um <laughs> No, but so you I'm assuming you haven't seen this, but know of it, because I feel like everybody knows this movie somewhat. Yes, I've I've heard of Carrie. I know some of the references. I know the pig's blood. I I know there's blood. I I I wasn't sure if it was exactly pig's blood, but I but knew some kind blood of the blood involved. on the prom queen yes. and all that. Blood prom school fire. And that's what I associate. I mean, because I mean, this movie's so iconic. Like this movie's referenced all the time yes. in pop culture. Like I was just watching. There's this new show on HBO Max called Pretty Little Liars: Original Sin, which is very good, surprisingly. And I never watched the original show. Is that who's a? Is that who's a? But this is like a slasher version of oh, the show. So okay. right up my alley. Perfect. Um, and then you know they reference it like all the time though, mm-hmm. and in things so. Mm-hmm. The cultural impact, right, right, of this well book and movie, I mm-hmm. guess. So, Matthew, did you like it? Yeah, for me, it was kind of a roller coaster of emotions throughout the movie. Like there was, there was some hate and some love. There was a lot. At, well, at times, it's like wow, everything's going really well. This is so happy, and then it just oh, okay, turns. not like if you didn't like it. Oh no, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, just internal emotions that I felt. <laughs> oh no, I I get that. Yeah. It's a, it's which a very sad story with yeah. some happy moments, mm-hmm. which I I enjoyed that roller coaster. It wasn't just you know this girl just being berated throughout the entire movie and just hate 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 throughout the entire movie. There were some happy moments, which was good, which made the ending and the entire movie just so much better. You know, you had that those contrasting moments, which I really enjoyed. Right. Yeah, we need to see Carrie somewhat happy. Mm-hmm. Which makes what happens all the more tragic. Yes, yes. But this was, of course, based on Stephen King's novel, mm-hmm. which was his first published novel, actually. And this was the first feature film adaption, too. He's ever done. Did so I know that. And still the best, in my opinion. It was very <laughs> well done. I was uh, why, you know, watching it and thinking about, wow, this came out in the 70s. They did very well with some of the effects that were going on. Yeah, there's some good stuff in here. And from, I think, one of probably my favorite directors, Brian De Palma, I just think he's got such a great style. Mm-hmm. I know some people give him shit, like, especially, not so much anymore, but back in the day, they, like, obviously, like, he is very Hitchcockian, 
Like he's a big Hitchcock fan. Like, I mean, even you hear some of the music in this, it's straight from psycho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Heard the strings. <laughs> but I think he's such a great stylish director. And I think he did an amazing job with this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it was a big hit too. We would get the rage carry two in 1999. So there is a sequel. There's a sequel, okay. which I would like to cover one day. I actually think it's, not too bad. Um, it's got some good stuff in it. 33 years later. Wow, 33 okay. years later, yeah. S- uh, Sue Snell comes back, which was cool. That's awesome. She's like the guidance counselor at the school. Okay. And then we had a TV movie in 2002, which oh. um, I like the lead actress in that, mm-hmm. but I it's not good in my mm. opinion. Uh, <laughs> Rough. And um, another remake in 2013, which I really, really dislike. Ooh. So, but obviously there's something with so classic about this story that, you know, they just keep mm-hmm. redoing. Yeah. And it is a classic story. You have this girl, the outcast, gets asked to the prom and, you know, kind of a revenge tale too. Mm-hmm. And very tragic. I think there's a reason why it just keeps getting redone. Well, and money too. Money, I suppose. And, you know, it, it really hits close to home. You think of prom and going mm-hmm. to prom. and it, People can I relate. Mean, people can relate to this, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll say it. I'm sure there's someone you can think of who you went to high school with who may have been an outcast who this could have happened to. Everybody was kind of chill at my school. Really? <laughs> I'm being honest. I, like, sometimes, like, I, I watch movies where people are getting bullied so much. Yeah. I'm like... This is unrealistic, but I can't really say that because it's not going to be the same at oh. everybody's school, right? Oh. Do you know anybody who had pig's blood poured all over them? No Matt? pigs. No Did pig's you blood. pour pig's blood on anybody? I know pig's You're blood. You're a fucking bully. And I were can... you were you Chris or Billy? I was in not. Your I was not Chris or Billy, and I was. I did no pouring of any sort of pig's blood. I was. I felt not a, like not a drop. I was no, not a drop of pig's blood. <laughs> No, but I do remember in high school where there were these two guys who they were always like, I don't know. They were assholes. The, yeah, kind of. Not really. They were like the jocks, whatever. And they, they ended up beating each other up. <laughs> you know, the what? biggest plot twist of the century. They were friends? They were like kind of friends. I think they may have played on the football team. They were trying to go. Uh, if I remember the story correct, they were both in like tech technology class and they're both in the line. The next period was lunch, and they were both in line, and then one skipped the other, and then one was maybe, let's say, 250, 300 pounds. The other one was 170, <laughs> and the 170 decided to pick a fight. It didn't end well for that guy. <laughs> Probably not a smart idea. No, but those are the guys I'm thinking of when I kind of think of. They were like John character. Travolta's character. Yeah. Do you yeah. know John Travolta? I do know John Travolta. I you love did? Pulp Fiction. I feel like this is such shade to Kevin Bacon. You know, <laughs> you know all these. Uh, you know Jessica Lange. I know Jessica Lange. You know John Travolta. I know John Travolta. You knew Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which one of these don't fit? Um, <laughs> no, I love I love you, uh, JLH. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, we had uh, oh, John Travolta. We were talking about some of the bullies. Yes. Overall, and like in our school, yeah, my school, yeah, my school had a bunch of bullies in them. Yeah, they. I mean, for the most part, we all got along, but we had a couple of dicks. Ever. Yeah, I feel like there wasn't too much 
drama at my school. It was fairly chill. So that's nice. But it was a Catholic school, so maybe that helps a little. Oh, the, you guys have nuns in Catholic school? Like roaming really the halls? It. No, no, not ro- roaming the halls. Like we didn't get like rulers to our hands see or that, anything like that. See, when I hear Catholic school, I immediately thought of rulers. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> you brought that up. Immediately thought rulers. There, there was no rulers. Um, my, there was a teacher in first grade though who would pull our hair. Not mine. She loved me. Yeah, but obviously. But yeah. I was, I was a good kid. We, yeah, we were good kids. But yeah. she would like pull people's hair, which I don't think would fly. Probably nowadays. No, definitely not. Now, did, you, now, did your parents ever have anything like that happen? Rulers or hair? Not that they've told me, but it wouldn't surprise me, right? See, I, I know for a fact my dad has had it happen to him, where he's had the ruler on his knuckles. Maybe he deserved it. He no, could have. He, he could have. Poor, poor, uh, poor Matt's dad. <laughs> oh, justice for the best baker. The best baker. Ever. He makes great brownies. The brownies are epic. If he wants to make them before you show up for the next episode, <laughs> they, that'd be cool. Dad, we need brownies for our next episode. No, no, not your special brownies. Just regular brownies. <laughs> oh, wait, special brownies? No, Does no, he no. make them with some hash? Uh, maybe, that's a, maybe, maybe that's a story for another episode. <laughs> the Stoner's Stance Podcast. <laughs> so, Carrie. Back to Carrie and not Matt's iconic dad. Carrie, 1976. <laughs> I really want some brownies now. I go with some brownies. What's yeah, uh, subscribe and uh, give us five star reviews so Spotify will pay us and we can afford good brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, we open up with Carrie getting bullied immediately, but she couldn't hit the fucking ball. No, just yeah, kidding. Yeah, she did <laughs> this volleyball. So she, she, you know, she had what's just coming to her. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> We identify with the bullies. I'll I'll be honest. When I first started this film, I thought I downloaded a wrong version. Did you think this was a porno? I absolutely thought. I absolutely thought it was a porno with the intro credits. Slow motion, tits and bush, underage. Well, not the actresses. They're obviously older, but they're portrayed as underage. It's allowed though, because I mean, at least (laughs) back in the day, there's all these slasher movies with teens. It showing was, their stuff. It it was a little weird for me, but then I saw John Travolta's name pop up, and I'm like, I don't think he ever did porn, so I'm gonna say, honestly this though, is like the right this one. Uh, I don't know. This doesn't read sleazy to me though. It was almost beautiful how it's done with the score. You're like, yeah, it is beautiful. It, it's it, tits. And- I mean, I didn't mind it. I was just confused. I was. I thought. There's no way girls do this in the locker room, and I don't think they do. I don't think their tits are just out all the time. They definitely. This are, was the '70s, though. It could have. It could have. Like, uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're to a quote more to quote 70s. John Milton in Scream Three. It was the '70s. Everything was different. <laughs> There's a Scream reference. There we go. Let's see <laughs> if I can fit at least one more. Do you have faith in me? I got you. <laughs> But yeah, then we have uh, the shower scene, which is just that's when I really thought I definitely downloaded the wrong carry. Even the shot of like the shower head is very phallic. Um, <laughs> Everything is is just so over the top. Let's say it's very it's it's almost like a commercial for like an old commercial for soap. Yeah, it's I I but I but I love it because it's like she's. Like Carrie's kind of feeling herself, like she's just 
relaxing in the shower, and then all of a sudden, there's I, some blood. Yeah, I feel like she, yeah, she, like you said, she's discovering herself, and then the blood happens. But, I mean, you can kind of understand where she's coming from because she has no clue what's happening. Right. Like, you would probably think you were, like, dying or something, I'm which scra- she does. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, so they don't have sex, uh, obviously. They must but not. But if they did, her mom would probably not mm, let pull her, her go out. anyways. Like, you can't be in this class. Oh, Margaret. <laughs> Margaret White. <laughs> Yeah, I, she's like freaking out and, you know, screaming. asking for help mm-hmm. and the boys don't take to it too well. No, I thought plug it up, plug it yeah, up. Yeah, This was disgusting. This scene to me, not not so much the fact that, you know, uh, Carrie's becoming a woman that that part. Not at all. It's just the way all the girls acted when Carrie didn't know exactly what was happening. And Carrie's just pleading and begging for help, and all the girls are just berating her, harassing her, making fun of her, and it's just such a disgusting scene to watch, to see people act like this. And you really... And Carrie screams here. They are on point. They, You really feel for Carrie here. I mean, there's a reason why Sissy Spacek was nominated for an Oscar for this. Um, Just nominated? She, I know. She should have won. I don't. Uh, I should have looked up who won that year. Whoever it was, you didn't deserve it. Nope. Um, but, I mean, that's pretty cool, though, too, because horror movies are notorious for not nominating or, you know, mm-hmm. horror movies. And um, Piper Laurie plays the mom. She got nominated also for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, okay. Also very well-deserved because yes. she's – they're both amazing in mm-hmm. this movie. I can't imagine Carrie being played by anybody else. And when they tried, well, actually, I did like um, it was Angela Bettis in the 2002 TV movie. Uh-huh. And I think she did good because I don't think she was trying to copy Sissy. She was like her own thing. Yep. She wasn't the problem with that movie. Chloe Grace Moretz in the 2013, not, I wasn't here for that. No. no, she was very miscast, in my opinion. So now you said there's a Carrie 2. There's yes. our leading actress here come back and carry two? Or? Sissy? Yeah. No. 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 She's dead. She's it's, dead dead. It's okay. a... I forgot what the... There's some um, relation family-wise to her, which is why she... This new girl, Rachel, has the telekinesis. Okay. And we find out in Carrie 2... Spoilers for Carrie 2. You'll forget about this by the time we do that. <laughs> He's not um, wrong. Episode 100, very special episode. The Rage <laughs> Carry 2. Noah Pickabatter movie. Uh, <laughs> um, it was, what were we talking about? Oh, The Connection. The Connection. The, the telekinesis gene we find out was passed by the father. But it's a male gene. Oh. So whoever the her father was was related to Carrie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sad. I mean, but I'm. But it's it sounds like an issue. She was good too, and yeah. you know, she, obviously, she wasn't. It wasn't a remake of Carrie. It was a right. sequel. Right. But the actress was very good mm-hmm. too. But yeah, Sissy is amazing in this movie. Yes, she was great. Absolutely great. And this the scene though after this whole pisses me off too. This fucking principal who can't remember her name, Cassie. Cat keeps calling her Cassie, even though he keeps getting corrected. Gym teacher. He deserved what he got at the end. Gym teacher here was. 
I love Gym great. Teacher. Yes. Played by Betty Buckley, and she's just not here for anybody's shit, and I love it. I did kind of get a little irritated when she was talking to the principal, and she's just like, yeah, it was just her period. And like, I don't know. I wanted to, like, freak I, on her, too. I could see that, but I almost appreciated her honesty Yeah, she's there. human. Because I feel like a lot of people would probably think that. Yeah. But, yeah, she's like, it's just her period, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But, you know, she goes for to bat for Carrie later. Mm-hmm. And we already get a glimpse of some of the telekinesis power. Like, when she's being berated in the... A locker room, a white buff goes out, and now in the principal's office, there's the ashtray that just mysteriously kind of falls off the desk for no reason. Right. Did you know she, Carrie, had telekinesis, like, before you watched the movie? No. I, I didn't know. Ex- or did you know there was a prom massacre later I on? I knew there was a prom massacre, but I didn't You just thought exactly she used a how. gun. <laughs> I I knew there was fire involved, so I don't know what kind of pyrotechnics she had involved, like going, well, how she going went about it. Yeah. yeah, but I knew there was fire. I didn't know telekinesis until I didn't. I didn't even know it was called telekinesis. Like I've heard that word before, but I didn't mm-hmm. know what to call it until later. We find out later on when oh. she looks it up. But her mother, <sighs> a piece <laughs> Something of work. Else. Oh my god! Yeah. So I have religious. Not bag. I have a couple friends who who are like Margaret. <laughs> no, they're but they were homeschooled, and it sounds like the way they were homeschooled, their uh, parents may have shared similar beliefs to Mrs. White, with the very heavy religious influence on the homeschooling. And God forbid, if anything, if any of their punishments were similar to Mrs. White's. I feel so bad for I them. I hope not. I hope they weren't locked in a closet with a creepy ass Jesus. <laughs> they they talk they very rarely will talk about like what happened here or there, but it so I like I don't push or I don't press. But it I can't imagine having a mother like this who is just so focused on maybe religion over their own child's well being, let's say. Yeah, there's definitely gotta be people who exist like that. Mm-hmm. And that's Scary. That's probably the scariest aspect of this movie, actually, is the mom. Yeah, like this, like the mom is, could be your next door neighbor, realistically, right? Hopefully not, but oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this scene with uh, the mom. She goes over to uh, Sue's house. Uh, who is and it? the mom is actually the actress's real mom. Really? Yes, and she will be in a future episode um the iconic a nightmare on elm street three dream warriors oh the mom will the mom will yes okay so uh when she like tries to get her like obviously she's like not here for margaret being there when she's like um just wants to get her out of the house and she's like i'll give you to her charity or whatever i'll give you five okay ten dollars you know and then she immediately picks up that this is just a way to get me out of here she's like like i hope you find jesus yes (laughs) does like the sign of the cross she's just like okay and and then she bounces (laughs) peace onto the next house to harass but then margaret comes back home and gets a phone call she gets the news about what happened with Carrie and mm-hmm. doesn't take too kindly to it. No, she's 
starts harassing Carrie to read Bible verses. She literally hits her with the Bible. Mm-hmm. The, and this is not that I loved Carrie getting hit with the Bible, but I loved I how hope not. <laughs> I loved how we're less than 20 minutes into this movie at this point, And you just have such sympathy for Carrie at this point. You, at school, she's an outcast, and she's she can't get relief anywhere. Yeah, at home she can't get relief. School she can't get relief. You know, you think about some of these kids. At least one place or another, they can find some relief. Right. But Carrie's got nowhere where she can truly be happy, and you and to so be bad. like you know berated for something she had no control of. Exactly. And and here's a good point too. Like, her mother should know what periods are all about, I would think. I mean, yeah, she, I'm sure she had her period at that age, so uh, she's the center, too. Um, <laughs> unless she shacked up with a boy before her period, and then it happened, and then that's when... But she should know all about them, just saying. Okay, but this, she gets locked in the closet, and this this Jesus is creepy as fuck. <laughs> that is the most disturbing thing. From his this eyes movie. look weird. His eyes almost look like digital, though, like yeah. digitally bright, don't they? Yeah, like, they. I don't know if they enhanced them in this movie. Maybe they enhanced them in post. I don't know if that was a thing in '76. Some, something is. But odd. it was a creepy ass Jesus. Yeah, something is not right about this Jesus. Then after, the mom makes her read all these verses and uh, from the Bible and makes her pray. She still gives her mom a kiss goodnight. It's almost like a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing going on with Carrie and her it's mom. It's like a loving hate back and forth. Yeah. For sure. Then we have the, the, of course the mirror that shatters. I don't know how she got those mirror pieces back like that though. I don't know either. Unless she's like holding them there, like trying to test her power. That's the only thing I could think of. We'll excuse the plot hole with that. Sure. <laughs> That that's what I came to the conclusion of. She's holding them there with her telekinesis. And this teacher is a dickhead too. This teacher sucks. I hate him. He, I. It's funny you said dick because I literally had written on my notes. English teacher is dick. (laughs) We have the same mind. We do. He reads uh, a poem that Tommy has supposedly written, and. Carrie mentions how it's beautiful. And then he just starts singing. Uh, it's basically like, no, you're wrong, Carrie. Yeah. So he's shading Tommy and Carrie. Yeah. He, no, he was saying how. Uh, oh, Kurt, do you, do, as, does anyone have any criticism? Carrie says it's beautiful. And then he starts singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> as like throwing shade at her. It's like, what the heck? This English teacher. This guy sucks. But I love that Tommy. I think that's what he says. It's yeah, like, you, you suck. suck. Yeah. He's like, what did you say, Tommy? Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. <laughs> which kind of shows right here that Tommy might stick up for Carrie a little bit. Which I, Tommy's which I not enjoy. too bad. No, he's okay. He's Despite good... that hair, he's not too bad. Yeah. Something. Then we have actually one of my favorite scenes is with the teacher... Um, lady. Well, we find out, too, like, a, they did some graffiti in addition to harassing her with the tampons. Cause, says, cause, Carrie, eat shit. Because gra- graffiti always gets the message across. <laughs> it's 
it's like, why do you guys hate Carrie so much? It's re- crazy. Uh, Just because she's different. These bitches. They are bitches, and that's why I love this scene, because this teacher just goes in on them. Yeah, she does not mess around, and I love it. Like, I love the scene where um, we have our Regina George, but times 10 maybe, um, Chris, mm-hmm. played by the wonderful Nancy Allen, Poltergeist 3, shout out. She, you know, she's chewing her gum, and she's like, spit it out. She's like, where would you like me to put it? You can choke on it for all I care. Yeah. Just get it out of your mouth. <laughs> love it. <laughs> This is where the girls find out they were originally going to have their prom tickets revoked. And they get shook for a second. Yeah, like, like the oh, worst thing. God forbid possible. I can't go to the prom. But then they find out the teacher's bored or whatever. Yeah, they wouldn't let them do it. So they just all have detention. But, but they don't show up for detention. There's one little catch. They can't go to prom. There's one little catch. It's her detention. That's which right. Then like, oh, fuck, we're in for it. And it, Chris is such just a bratty bitch because she's like, I'm not I'm not going. I'm not uh-huh. coming. But then, you know, immediately cut to them all doing the mo- <laughs> a 70s montage. I did, I did notice the montage. <laughs> <laughs> we only get one fitness montage, though. So I, I was happy with just the one. It wasn't. <laughs> 12 sailing montages. You know I love a good sailing montage. Just one good sailing montage. <laughs> and we get Carrie at the library doing some investigation, trying to learn more about her powers. So. Which I don't even know what she's really looking at here. I don't think it's a thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> she's flipping through... Like, what are those old things? Those it, little it's files? N- it's not a Rolodex, but... It's, it's like a bunch of index cards she's flipping through. They probably don't even exist anymore. God, I'm so sorry to anyone who might listen to this and <laughs> like throw shade at us. Uh, but she's it's this old archaic system she's using to try to find uh, any information on what's going on with her. She doesn't have Google. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But now how did you feel about the slap? Iconic. I love it. I thought it was great. Have you seen the, like the interviews with this with both actresses? I probably did, but it's been years. So I just it was a real slap, right? Though yes, it was very real. I just happened to find it uh, after I'd seen the movie, and gym teacher lady Mrs. Collins Mm -hmm. uh, is talking about the slap, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we uh, they wanted it real, so." And I felt so bad because Chris was just this, you know, this sweet, sweet, sweet actress. <laughs> and uh, I asked her, you know, is it okay? Is it okay? And Chris, yes, yes, it's okay. It's Did she time. regret that decision? It looked intense. Well, according to Mrs. Collins, I think she had said, yeah, and we th- we did the take maybe 12 times or so. 12? But then Chris's actress says we, they did. she did it over 20 20 slaps. So what is the truth? I, I think we got to go with Chris. You bl- Are you, you going to not believe the victim? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take her Nancy Allen's side. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the exact number, but it was, some, it was over 20 takes they did of this slap. And uh, the gym teacher had said that Chris kept kind of pulling away from each slap. I mean, if you're expecting it, though, it's probably hard not to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get slapped. But then she finally did it, and oh, it really, 
It's so well deserved because Chris was being a major see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Like she like she's had enough and she's like, you know, she's like, I'm not taking this shit anymore. And yeah, it's (laughs) like these what these girls just did to Carrie. I can't even imagine. She's an entitled bitch. Yeah. Like she deserved every ounce of that. And I love, though, the other girls are just like, come on, Chris, like. Just get in line. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being actually Like, Sue's not here for her shit anymore, either. No, Sue is just and This is kind of her redemption arc starts, kind of. Yes. Or does it? See, here's here's huh. what I felt through the whole time. We have Sue. We have uh, her guy Tommy plotting something. And then we have our other girls plotting something. Is it all one big plot or is it two separate plots? And that's what, no. that's what I didn't know throughout the no, movie. No, I feel like if it was some low-key scheme, the movie would have made it clear. See, I, I didn't know. Watching it, my, my very first time but watching, watching it. Okay, but not after. Not after. No, oh, no, no, okay. After. No, 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 no. After I do I think heard. they want you to maybe yeah. think that because even Miss Collins... You know, she's very suspicious of this whole. So basically, um, Sue wants Tommy to take her to the dance to, quote unquote, make amends for what she did because she feels bad. And Tommy's this rock star of a athlete at the school. Mr. Popularity. Yeah. And it'd be very weird for this guy to take uh, Carrie to the prom. Right. So I could see this the first time you watch this yeah. to wonder, is she being genuine? I wasn't sure if everyone was in cahoots yeah. or not. The only, my own, I mean, I think it's good intentions. Yeah. My only problem with it is you're making Carrie feel like Charity. he really likes her, oh. which even though he kind of ends up doing, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what's going to happen after the prom? Yeah. You know, I mean, you just throw your man at some girl. Right, and, and, and Carrie kind of knows that they're kind of they're together. Yeah. So like maybe he could have they could have approached it more as friendship. Yeah. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. The way the whole prom date goes, it's very much not friendship. Like a little more than friends. Right. And had Sue not d- done this plan, good intentions or not, the ending <laughs> wouldn't have happened. Everything would have gone well. There would have been no massacre. <laughs> After our uh, slap scene, though, we get introduced to our main character, Future John Travolta. superstar <laughs> slash Scientologist, John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he came up with a few bangers. Um, yeah, he's, he's John Travolta. He's, I don't know, they, but they have a very toxic relationship. It's very, it's very weird. Yeah, I don't Back get it. and forth between love, lust and hatred but she keep calling she keeps calling him like a dumb shit yeah dumb shit yeah you know and then he slaps her which is not okay no um but it was 76 but (laughs) makes it okay that's fine then after you know 80 80 81 no yeah hard pass just kidding domestic violence never okay okay but i kind of like the contrast between that and we cut back to tommy and sue like more innocent couple mm-hmm. and then more high school because I, billy's definitely not or t- is it billy is billy uh billy nolan's john travolta's character yeah billy's not in high school at this point he's i mean he's out driving his car he's, 
drinking a beer while he's driving. Oh, is he not in the school? I never even thought about that. I don't think he is. I think he's this older We never guy. see him. Yeah. I mean, he's at the school to do the plan. Yeah. But we never see him in class or anything. Yeah, I, oh, okay. Yeah. He's this older rebel. I don't know how she's Drinking and driving. Classic. Like, like, literally just drinking, you know. A beer. A beer at the ne- wheel. Next to some cops, which, <laughs> then, which he then spells, and then he's proceeded to call yeah. it Which doesn't, shit. I mean, he kind of deserved to be called dumb shit. He is yeah. dumb. He is. But Tommy asks Carrie, and she does the awkward runaway, which happens a lot in movies. Um, that was a little weird. It's very Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I know what she did last summer, Cindy and Scary Movie. But she's an awkward person, so it's okay. Then we have our lovable Mrs. Collins going to console Carrie because she knows something's up with Carrie. She's like, Carrie, you can be okay. You just need a little makeover. Yeah, like you don't have to be this ugly. Spruce it up a bit, honey. (laughs) (laughs) And Carrie tells her, oh, we had had Tommy ask you the dance, and then instantly... We see Miss, the concern. Mrs. Collins is a little suspicious. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But you were too. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So she confronts them, basically. Mm-hmm. She's very adamant that this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And even here when she's talking to them, they uh, they really do play it off as, uh, oh, no, like just kind of want to do something nice like we have no ill intent mm-hmm. and it's i kind of believable though I see, here even no? he, even here i was just like i, don't I mean know. it's hard to say when i've seen a movie so many times and yeah. so you know it's been so long since i've seen it for the first time yeah how i felt but i did seem like i don't know if it was kind of harsh but like miss collins like tommy don't you think it'd be a little ridiculous you being seen there i don't know if she was just trying to plant the seeds in his head like just to have them cancel this plan. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, that was a little rude. After she just hyped up Carrie for this. Oh, my God. Tommy asked you. That's awesome. This is, is the worst. Tommy, like, sure, you want to go with Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> but she reluctantly agrees because he's, like, at her house. Doesn't want the mom to find out what's going on. Then we have Billy. Well. They're trying to figure out who's going to do the deed. Who's going to kill the pig? Oh, poor pig. I hate this. This, I felt really, like, I, they don't show anything. But just even the implication that a pig is murdered by a sledgehammer was, was kind of sad to see. And, like, how demented Chris is. She's so into this. She's like, do it, do yes. it, do it. Now, what's the name of, the, of uh, Billy and Chris's friend? Oh, I don't know. He's just a rando. John Travolta's friend here. He's like, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, he was originally going to do it. And then Billy says, why? It's your guys' plan. Yeah, I I knew you'd do this. I'll just do it. And then they whack a pig. What what the heck? I mean, like, I eat bacon, but that's sad. Could they just get like food coloring and get the same effect they're right there's no way real blood yeah there's no reason they needed this real pig's blood for any of their schemes paint 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 would probably been cheaper less you know evil (laughs) nasty nasty bullies but then we have carrie telling her mom that she wants to go to the prom Mm -hmm. and i love the reaction 
the prom and then the lightning. <laughs> her mom takes it very well. She throws her drink at her, which I don't know, it's kind of symbolism for later, maybe covered in yeah. something. But I love this scene, though, because it's Carrie finally standing up for herself. She's using her power. She's kind of understands them. She learned about telekinesis earlier. And her mother goes to clo- close the windows or her mother goes to do something. something and the- Carrie, Carrie closed the window. This is when we get the psycho music come yeah, in. Heard that. Loved that. I just like how she's just like, Mom, Mama, I'm going. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. Yes. I'm like, yes, girl. Get y- it. Yes, queen. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know these these references. I, I, I got them. <laughs> we get a little glimpse into uh, Chris's plan here with everything going on. We see them setting up a bucket of some sort, which may or may not be filled with pig's blood. Uh, we see Billy's friend who just goes to a rando uh, at the school, and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I go here. Uh, I want to collect the ballots. And the rando at school was like, okay, can you be here at 630? And Billy's friend, no, oh, yeah. no, but how about eight? Yeah, that's fine. That was so funny. He's just like, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm like, <laughs> you're the one who wants to do this. You're pushing him to do this. Exactly. Like, you'd think, oh, 630? Yeah, that'd be fine. Then we kind of get like the gossip. Everybody's gossiping. They find out the Tommy's going to these chatty Cathy's. Yeah. Um, we have Heidi McClurg. I think her name is iconic actress from she would later play a teacher in Ferris Bueller's day off. Hilarious Ooh. actress. Um, she has like the pencils. She's like three pencils in her hair. She keeps pulling them out. Um, have you ever seen Ferris Bueller? I have. Oh, but wow. It, it has been a minute, though. OK. <laughs> she had a lot of pencils in that hair. And then we get maybe. Okay, so we get another montage. Maybe the most 70s montage I've ever seen in my life. Everyone getting ready? Yeah, some very interesting music. Some speed, like these like speed up edits. Yes. I really enjoyed this montage. I mean, my favorite part. You, I thought you despised montages. I like different montages. You just hate sailing. I don't need the same montage throughout the we had a, movie. We had a fitness montage. Now we have a getting ready montage. So you just need to mix it up. I just, I just need different montages. As right. long as it's a different montage, I don't mind. But if I, if I see like seven getting ready montages, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's slow Yo, down. Yo, Carrie, you got to calm down. Yeah, come on, Carrie. In the remake, I think there was maybe like seven or eight getting ready montages. Oh, boy. You're not going <laughs> to enjoy that one. No, but I really did enjoy this one mainly because of Carrie's quick scene in this montage where she's at the uh, department store and she's trying on Did you see that creeper lady in the mirror? Yeah, because... She's staring at her. Because she's weirded out because Carrie's just trying on any lipstick. Wasn't that a thing back in the day, though? Oh, was it? I don't know. I feel like it was, even though it's gross as fuck. Because everybody's trying it on. You couldn't do that nowadays. No. You get the COVID. No, no, I don't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even think about that. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I wasn't trying on lipstick ever, but let, let us know. If and any of our anybody who friends, wears lipstick. <laughs> let, let us know. Let us know. Was this a thing? Is it still a thing? Maybe it is. And we don't maybe, know. Maybe it is. OK, so it makes sense why this maybe this lady was staring. Yes. I thought maybe she knew her and was like, why is Carrie White trying on lipstick? No, I just always assumed it was. Well. When I say always, I mean the 
first time I saw this earlier today. I just assumed that she was weirded out because they were maybe just on display. They weren't necessarily for trying on yourself. They were just to show you what Carrie gets arrested. Like. <laughs> Deleted scene. <laughs> we got her right Ma- here. Mama, can you bail me out, Mama? Mama. I guess she can just telekinesis those bars <laughs> at she prison. Can... Yeah, I would have been here for that movie. But I like the scene, too, where, you know, she's, like, putting on her dress and stuff, and the mom's, like, freaking out, and the mom's, like, red. I should have known it would have been red, which mm-hmm. is, you know, symbolism for later with yeah. the red dress. She's like, it's pink, mama. <laughs> it's pink. And she talks about this iconic, her dirty pillows. Never knew that was a reference to anything. So today, <laughs> Carrie is showing off those dirty pillows. Carrie, you got you got to change, Carrie. And this is where she starts using her powers on her mother, which I think her mother. This the fact that Carrie used her telekinesis powers on her mother led to her mother's ultimate descent to madness. You could on. tell that she's shook to the core yeah, when she does this. She is. And she's and how she's gonna lose her daughter basically if she mm-hmm. goes, yep. you know this this rebelling and yeah she definitely mm-hmm. loses her fucking mind. Well, I mean she already was, but yeah, even more so. <laughs> well, what was wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. She was fine. She was a saint. <laughs> and Carrie looks amazing, by the way. She does look pretty. Katie looks excellent for a dress she supposedly I, she made. She was dressed way better than some of, the, some of these other bitches. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. She deserved that crown, just not the blood all over her. And right here, you know, this whole prom scene, like the intro prom scene, you forget it's a Stephen King movie. It just feels... This could be just like a high school... Yeah. Like, I mean, we see this like it's like she's all that and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this... Dorky girl going to the prom with the popular yeah. guy. It's very happy. You kind of almost for a minute forget about everything Carrie's been through. Like, this is Carrie's moment right now. Like She's at prom. She's got the hot guy. She's having the time of her life. I don't know if he's that hot with that hairdo, but she for thinks, the time. She thinks he's this hot guy. And then we have a nice heart-to-heart moment where we uh, have Carrie speaking with Gym teacher lady, Mrs. Collins. <laughs> Gym teacher lady. <laughs> and I really liked this where they're really opening up. Uh, Mrs. Collins is really opening up to Carrie about, you know, her first prom experience. And she's telling her what happened. And I, she I had just, kind of a awkward prom date, right? Yeah. yeah it's sweet. It's tall, a very sweet yeah, scene. She bought heels. Yeah, everything seems good here. Like, everything's... It seems like a happy movie at this point. Like, yeah, she Carrie had her moments in the beginning, but it seems like everything's going to turn out happy. And here's another part in this movie where I thought, I don't know about Sue and Tommy's intentions. Be- sauce. It's a little sauce because earlier in the movie, we had Chris talk about how she was going to show up. She was going to be at the prom and Chris's boyfriend's friend was going to show up at eight o'clock to collect the ballots. Couldn't do 630. 6.30. 6.30 does not work for him. Not, not, okay. But then we also have another shot right here where we have Sue talking to her family saying, 
oh, I need to be at the prom at. Oh, I need, I have somewhere to be at eight. I have. Okay, I can definitely see here why on a first time watch you would be like, why is she so thirsty to leave? Yeah, I was very. I was like, why is she got to be there at eight if this other guy has to be there at eight? It's a little, little sus. But really, she say. just wants to see Carrie's happiness. Really, true story though. Yeah. Then we get this very dizzying dance scene. That's what I had dizzy. Dizzy. Yeah. I, I was watching. I was like, I normally don't get motion sick at all. I will do any spinning rides ever. I watching will, Carrie set you over the edge. I though. will do any roller coasters out there. Watching this dance scene with Carrie and Tommy. I said to myself, what is going on? I might feel a little nauseous. <laughs> they just start dancing. It goes faster and faster and faster. And she keeps picking up, it seems like. But during all this happiness, I like that we cut back to Miss Margaret just wa- walking around her dinner table. Is, is this where she cuts the carrot? Or is that yes, I love the cutting of the carrots, like how it's edited, like going closer and closer. It's so cool. It's just so weird. Just oh. She has lost it. Yes, she's gone. She is like end. she you could tell she's like has no sense of control anymore. Yeah. So she's going to take it on these poor carrots. The carrots are destroyed. <laughs> then we get we get well in this movie, too. We have Mrs. PJ Souls from Halloween. Who plays Norma with her red hat? She always wears the red hat, even at the prom. Fashion icon. It's her thing. <laughs> it's her thing. I don't. I met her too, and she's an absolute sweetheart. Did you really I love her? Yes. Did she have a red hat? She did not have a, have a red hat on, unfortunately. That's um, really cool. But I like the when we see her, and she's like also part of the ballot plot. Yep. Um, because they're gonna switch the ballots to all Carrie and Tommy. So they win, obviously. And I like, it's like one continuous shot that keeps going. And then we, you know, she kicks them under the thing and, you know, gives uh, Billy and Chris the okay. And then we see all in the same shot. We see uh, Sue come in and then the camera pans up to the bucket a bucket full of blood letting everyone know what's to come or what may come and then they announce the winners and it is of course carrie and tommy who would have thought so like did you know so you knew what was gonna happen right at this point it yeah. just makes it like you're probably pretty sad though right you're like oh fuck because yes. she looks so happy yes carrie finally has her moment and i'm thinking to myself at this point when has Carrie ever had anyone applaud for her like this, let alone an entire school applaud for her like this? Carrie's living her best life at this moment. And the music that plays, everything about this is so, so happy. beautiful. Yeah. But it's not going to last. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Not even like not what happens after mm-hmm. the blood thing, yeah. the stuff leading up to it, I mm-hmm. think is one of the best directed scenes. The editing, how they keep cutting back, like the music going from happy when we get Carrie's perspective mm-hmm. to like the suspense music of Chris and, you know, the bucket and, you know, what we know is going to be 
the inevitable basically yep. and just the editing of the scene is so good like there's no really talking it's like just the sound of it yep. the sound mixing like it's just so well directed and the suspense and like we see how we see um, Mrs. Collins notice Chris there so she thinks something's up so she goes to confront her well it's, oh. it's Sue oh Sue yes. I'm sorry yes yeah. Sue and she, she like throws Sue out. When Sue is the one, she's finding out that something's going on. Mm-hmm. It is just such good suspense. Yes, and this is this is when I realized, oh, Sue and Tommy really did have pure and true intentions too. Right. It's so the whole thing is just one huge mm-hmm. fail, and it just sucks. Because Miss Collins drags, her. and you kind of completely understand. Like you probably would too, because you suspected Sue. Yes. Too, like she drags her out of there, slaps her. Right, and I love <laughs> like the close up of Chris licking her lips. Like mm-hmm. she is so into this. She wants She's, to do this. Wants this so bad. And it's such a nice contrast with Sue's smile because Sue wants this. Sue wants this so bad too, but she wants Carrie to have her moment so bad. That's what Sue's ultimate goal is to have Carrie right. have a and moment. It, and like I said before, if it, but if it wasn't for her, none of this would have happened. Right. So it's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, like even we get like the shot of um, like Sue's noticing the bucket and everything. And Rope. we yep. see um, like one of those, what do you call it? Those little confetti things fall down, mm-hmm. like right where the buckets, go, the blood would drop on her. Mm-hmm. It's just so perfectly constructed, the scene. And then the string is pulled. Oh, it's not good. And everybody's everybody in the auditorium is just shook, except for Norma, who's laughing her ass off with her red hat. She <laughs> loves it. I feel like she was on in on it, though. She well, she was. Yeah. yeah, she was because yeah. she helped with the ballot thing. Yeah. So she but I feel like even some of the other ones, though, they look like, oh, yeah, I think Normal knew there was going to be pig's blood, and Normal's job was to try to rally the crowd and point and laugh. And then we get the her mom saying, um, they're all going to laugh at you, which is iconic. Well, all these voices in this scene is so menacing and creepy. Well, she hears like all the stuff from earlier in the mm-hmm. movie of people, you the know, principal, I believe, Cassie, yeah. the Cassie thing. You know, I'm hoping, okay, because some people take this as everybody starts laughing at her, but no. Like, this is obviously, for me at least, in her head, which is why we get, like, the kaleidoscope effect. Yeah. Like, the, like they're not all laughing. It's just in her mind they all are. I, I take it as it's either. She's lost it. I, yeah, I take it as it's either all in her head or kind of similar to that. Maybe what she perceives as people gasping or in shock as laughing which again would all be in her head like right. i really don't think because she even sees the no there's teacher. there's no way the teacher was laughing at yeah, her not, you know yeah. just psychologically she's so fucked up mm-hmm. uh, you know understandably from this incident and she's done and she makes it known she's had enough she's done i love like we get like the split screen stuff it's yeah. very cool like she turns like the lights all red. I did notice it too with the split screen stuff. And I was like, oh, that's a good way to we get show... some psycho music again. Yeah, cool. With with the split screen, it's a good way to show 
something happening on one side and not give away your full special effects technique. Like, because when you have it split between both sides, like you see the hose and you know there's something's holding the hose, just the way it's shot on both sides. But because you have two views of like this fire hose, you're not really, you don't really have enough time to think about how do they do it. Right. Because you're looking at like, both I mean, sides. And to like, it would have been cool to maybe get like a few maybe kind of different deaths, but Mm. this is 76 and I'll just say in the remake in 2013 with 2013 special effects Mm -hmm. and they hit, they did a little bit more. It looked like fucking shit. Oh, they did not do this is much, much better in my opinion. You know, that's what I thought, you know, sometimes loss is more a movie from the seventies with this quality of special effects, this whole scene, this whole movie. I was impressed. You know, they did good with what they had. Yeah. And I like, well, no, this I don't like, but actually just a little tidbit. When uh, PJ Souls as Norma gets hosed and we get a close up of her face getting hosed, she actually broke her eardrum with that because the pressure was so oh my hard. God. I guess it was painful as fuck. So poor PJ. Uh, but like in the teacher's death to me is so that heartbreaking. Yeah. To. Like, she gets, like, crushed. I don't know if she was crushed by, like, one of those ba- basketball I things. I always thought it was one of those basketball. I don't what know do you call it? The board. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sports. I know you're a big sports guy. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know what it's called. Backboard, I guess. Backboard. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. It was some, something crushing her. Yeah. I don't, it was just yeah. heartbreaking because she was, like, on her side. And yeah. Carrie, in her mind, didn't know that. You no. know? Yeah. She Everybody was that. against her. Yeah, if anyone could live from this, it should have been her. I like the shitty teacher getting electrocuted. Mm-hmm. I think the principal and the shitty teacher get electrocuted together, which is love to see it. They got what's coming to them. Right. <laughs> and like the shot of the fire starting behind Carrie is very cool. Yeah, that scene where Carrie's walking down the stairs as everything's on fire. I f- and she kind of is like looking around yeah. like. Oh, I did this. Yeah, that that is what I think about when I think about this movie. Yes, and we get this awesome shot of her walking out of the whole gym with the engulfed in fire and slow mo. Iconic. Yeah, very nonchalantly. Never mind. It's the very eerie, actually. Fire. There's, but then Chris and Billy are driving around and want to run and carry over. They said it's time to take out Carrie. How does that work out for them? Not well. No, they get blown the fuck up by Carrie. And I also want to say, though, um, like in the I know in the book, like mm-hmm. she like takes out the entire town oh. after. And they kind of did this a bit in the TV remake and a little bit in the 2013. And I just don't think I mean, hypothetically cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's really necessary. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like we get yeah. it. We get it. She took out her rage. Yeah, at you don't. The prom. You don't need the whole. It's town. unnecessary. Yeah, and the 2002 version definitely didn't have the budget. We'll just say that. Mm. <laughs> then after the massacre, we have Carrie just walking home, and this to me is one of the most heartbreaking scenes of the movie. Oh, for sure. Well, first of all, it's heartbreaking how many candles miss margaret white 
took from Yankee Candles. Yeah. You <laughs> save some for somebody else. Like it's crazy how many candles. There's some on the bed even. That's just a fire hazard. Which maybe we're not coming to play. Like she had more candles than fucking Brendan at the end of Urban Legend. Like calm down. A lot of candles. Then you really kind of see her descent into madness here. You have this woman who was all gung ho about, uh, you know, religion and God and saving everything. And you, there's a, uh, a picture of the last supper that's slightly torn off the wall as, and uh, Carrie sees that as she's walking through. And I don't know really what's going through Carrie's head at this point, but it can't be anything good. Oh, and I love the shot when Carrie goes up the stairs and the mom's just behind the door for like glimpse. the longest time, just yep. standing there still. So creepy. Mm-hmm. I stand by what I said. She is the scariest part of this movie, even after the ma- massacre. <laughs> and this last act is something I feel like you never really hear about. People don't talk about this last act nearly as or it's, let's say, referenced nearly as much. Mm. As the high school burning down right. sort of thing. Because I n- did not know what to expect going here. At all. So I saw the high school burn down. I thought, oh, okay, yeah, it's like, going to be the we, end. Yeah, yeah where do we go from here? Yeah, where's the credits? And then she's walking home, and then her mom's there. And I'm thinking, I've never heard of any of this. So this is really interesting. <laughs> it's good, though. Yes, it, it is very good. Like I like the mom kind of breaking down and telling her how, you know... I should have gotten rid of you once I once he put it in me. <laughs> yeah, because she gets very detailed. She, the mom, feels like she sinned and her she's paying sin, for those sins. Yeah, like her sins are now like Carrie in the essence, uh, the form of Carrie, and like you said, she wishes she would have just almost killed Carrie as she came out. Because but you know what? It's never too late. Nope. Because she tries to kill her now. Sure does. <laughs> She stabs her in the back, you know, Carrie falls down the stairs. And and that's the most heartbreaking part for me, that Carrie, at this point, is willing to apologize for everything, wants to pray. She, now she wants comfort in her mom. She just wants to be held, and she, her mom gives her a little bit of that. Not only did she get, well, she gets literally backstabbed here, but she yep. got backstabbed by the student's. Yep. And now by her own mother. It's just. Carrie has no one. And you feel so bad for her. But it's okay. Because the mom gets very killed. Gets what's coming to her. <laughs> um, In a very Jesus-y pose. I love this parallel. You have both hands pinned. And then if we go back to that somewhat creepy Jesus statue in the closet prayer room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears that Jesus has very similar marks and wounds and, and stabs as Carrie's mom ha- has. A little on the nose, but iconic, it nonetheless. It's great. I like it. I like, <laughs> my, I like a nice reference. And Carrie's mom ultimately ends up biting the dust thanks to Carrie. And as, well, right before the house starts to crumble, Carrie goes to her mom for one last embrace. And I thought that was heartbreaking Carrie just wants to be loved yeah and the only way she can be loved by her mother is if she's dead or the only way she can feel loved by her mother is if she's dead. that's depressing yeah thank this, you Matt 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's heavy. <laughs> this movie's this heavy. This movie's heavy. Let's do... We need to do a fun one next time. Yeah, it's... it's Let's it's, do... Uh, Piranha 3D or something. Uh, Lake Placid? Uh, sure. We'll do Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie, Carrie notices the house is falling apart. It's on fire. She pulls her mother from the crucifix. She's essentially built for her with all the knives into Carrie's little prayer closet with the creepy Jesus statue. And they both hide out there in hopes that they'll be safe. Now they're both dead. No, not they dead. <laughs> no Carrie 2 with Carrie. I Carrie 2 with Rachel. I was so looking forward to it. Did you think this was any chance this movie would have a happy ending of any sort, though? Happy ending? No. Um, sequel ending with, returnal, with returning characters, such as Carrie? Yes. But... <laughs> Carrie is not there. Uh, but I was very happy to see that Sue was still alive. Yes. But they make it pretty clear, though, she's not going to have a very good life. She's Even though the mom says something like, oh, she's they, they say she's young enough where she'll be able to move on. She's like 17, 18. She's going to yeah, remember that shit the rest of her gonna life. She's going to not remember that she, it was pretty much her fault that all these people died. Mm-hmm. No. And I love, I love dead. how they kind of hammer that home, the, how she's going to be traumatized mm-hmm. here because we get the scene. Did you re- think this was a dream sequence at first where she's she's coming into – she's going back to, to Carrie's house mm-hmm. Um you know, to put put some flowers down. I like the Carrie burns in hell because you can just like a, the town's not taking yep. this too well. <laughs> um, did you just think this was real or oh, no? Oh, I totally thought dream sequence. Just be the it's way the shot lighting. dream. Yeah. yeah it's, it's slow motion. It's got that dream. It was filter. actually shot <laughs> back um, like in reverse. So like if you look closely, you can see birds like flying the other way. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. It looks very um and it's very like soft focus. This is very scream four again. So here we go. I got my two there it is two references. We got in. it. Uh, and then this is known to be one of the bi- people's like most scary jump scares too, with the hand coming out mm. too. It's pretty iconic. Yeah, I, I totally call this. I I'm you watching, saw it coming. I'm watching this. I'm like, there's definitely gonna be a hand out of this out of this grave. I know <laughs> this is coming. Yeah. I, I mean, we just did Friday the 13th Part 2. I know something's coming. This came first, though, in it all did, fairness. First. Um, but I do like it serves two purposes. It's a good jump scare. And plus, you know, she wakes up and again, just reinforcing the trauma yeah. that she's going to live with because she's freaking the fuck out. And that's it. That's Carrie. Carrie. The good one. <laughs> the, the, the OG better than the remake. Carrie. Sorry to you remake stands. <laughs> but yeah, you liked it. I enjoyed it. Impressed? I enjoyed it. Yes. Like uh like I said, the roller coaster of emotions throughout the movies, the highs, the lows. I, I like going through that. Mm-hmm. The opening scene a little a little too porno for me, but it was okay. <laughs> like I it had me questioning, like I said, if I had the right movie or not. It was very of its time. But yeah, this is definitely one of my all-time favorites. I think it holds up very well. Yeah, and you said it was Stephen King's first uh, film book-to-film adaptation? 
That's what Wikipedia told me. <laughs> so I'm gonna say yes. I for the very first one, I thought it was very good. I really enjoyed Still it. Still his best movie adaption. Don't at me. What about Doctor Sleep? Put me to sleep. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't hate Doctor Sleep. What about it? I don't love it. It's one or two. Um, I love it. The I mean, I love the original '90s one because that was like one of the only movies to traumatize me as a child. Hiya, Johnny. Oh, that was great. It, <laughs> love that's that. scary. I love, I love that voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and I like it. The oh, new one at oh, chapter one. Oh, hiya, Georgie. That's what it is. Georgie. There you go. There it is. Thank we you. got there. Pennywise. They're doing a series, I think, called Dairy or something. Um, with the town it's based oh. in. So um, if Bill Skarsgård doesn't want to come back, I guess you're the guy. I got this. Just got to put a little makeup on. <laughs> go in a sewer drain. <laughs> bite some kids' <laughs> arms off. You got this. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Did you see it? Chapter one or two? I saw both it chapter one and chapter two. Oh wow! I saw, all three hours of chapter two. I, mm, yes, <sighs> that middle hour is rough. <laughs> uh the TV adaptation though, um, I've seen parts of it. That scared the fuck out of me as a kid. I mean, I saw the intro with Georgie, but, and then and then it gets weird with the spider. The spider was bad yeah so i didn't watch the full thing but i've seen <laughs> once you saw the spider i'm out I was like, and yeah. for that reason i'm, I'm out. out i don't need to see the rest <laughs> but yeah this has been a good discussion enjoyed this yeah great movie and next week what are we covering matthew uh this 2008 the strangers yes which is cool because they actually they just announced kind of i don't know how official this is kind of officially that they're apparently making three more strangers movies <laughs> not one or two but three how many are there total right now there's just two and this, now they're doing three wow they're like here's a franchise well, we haven't touched in a while we got uh, <laughs> three more for you so yeah watch that for the next episode get prepared follow us on social media at horror stands Feel free to slide into our DMs if you wish. Feel free to email us, horrorstandspodcast at gmail.com. We're always we're always open to criticism. We're always no, open we're to fan mail. <laughs> we take yes, very please poorly. please criticize us. Thank please, you. What can we do better? What can we improve on? <laughs> Honestly, though, let us know. Maybe we could do something better. Maybe we could improve on something. I feel like we're killing it. We're fine. I, <laughs> I mean, we are episode twenty. <laughs> what can we say? I mean, yeah. how many people get to episode? We've 20? been doing this for a long time now. But really, though, we have been. Like it's been. It does seem like a long time ago since July, Scream. Been like five, five cream. Five cream. Scream cream. Five scream. months. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. So, thank you to each and every one of you who have stuck with us from the beginning, and thank you to you each make and it every- sound like we've been out. 500 episodes well we're at <laughs> from 20. the beginning who knows who knows how far this will go maybe maybe 21 the strange will be our swan song you never know <laughs> steve's like yeah after the strangers i'm out we've done this enough i have a feeling you like you'll like it better than i do we'll see we'll see it'll, it'll be an interesting discussion yeah. all right we'll see you guys for the next one take care